right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. just been stalking your Instagram page. I've been on your websites. You wrote a book. You have a podcast. You do retreats. You have all these amazing things that you're pouring into the world about being yourself, tapping into who you are, authentically stepping into your power, not playing small, how it is absolutely, truly like it's our, really, if we want to be our authentic self, it is the best thing we can do for the world is show up as who we are in our brand and not try to downplay it and just be authentic in who we are. And that's oftentimes big and bold and loud and out there, which I know I struggle with a lot. You actually had a post that I took a screenshot of because I wanted to talk to you about this. You said, um, you're so vain. I bet you think this Instagram post is about you. Actually, it is. Keep reading. I have long been afraid to share, share out loud the vision I hold for myself. I believed for a very long time until recently that in order to be seen as accessible, relatable, and likable, I had to temper my ambition, be as self-deprecating as possible, and remain genuinely shocked whenever something big and major happened to me. Women are taught to keep ourselves small, to not take up too much space for fear of being perceived as too bold, too bright, too powerful, too sexy, too wild, too sassy, too successful, too complex, too smart, too talented, too hungry, too ambitious, too completely unlimited. Well, what if we are all those things? What if, in fact, it is our fucking birthright to be? And I was like, drop the phone! I literally feel that all the time. And I feel like I am just always a little bit of a hot mess. And I, I think it's because I just feel like I can't quite get it together and I don't want to be too big and I don't want to be too bright. And I, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to ever be like an authority because I don't feel like I ever even know anything. I feel like I'm always just like sort of a mess in my brain anyway. So I'm like, how do people get it together? I've always feel like I'm like swimming in anxiety. <laughs> So there you go. That's an introduction for you. How you doing? I'm 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 awesome, especially after hearing that. Thank you for reading that. That was, I wrote that post from my soul, and I wrote that a while ago. So thanks for going deeper and and connecting with my content. I think that you're spot on when you say. I think you speak for all women when you say. I always feel like a hot mess. Like I never I never really feel like I've got it all figured out. And I think it's the going forward anyway and feeling the fear anyway and taking risks anyway that makes us these empowered creatures. And I think that women really, really shining light on other women is a key to that. 
I think for us to really stand tall in our bravery and in our light, I kind of don't give a shit. Like, I don't know, men, men, like I really feel such power from sisters and we really need to clap for each other when we're living big, because I don't know about you girl, but some of the biggest heartbreaks and, and scars and traumas came from girls being mean to me, you know, from childhood to adulthood, you know, women, for older adult friendships, like business partners, like people who just had a problem with me breathing and told me. Yeah. And yeah, basically, like I often say, my old business partner would get mad at me if I like sneezed, like my existence offended her, you know, and and so those things stay with you and, and you've got to just shed it. And the only way you shed it is by doing and by act, action and being yourself. Because, <laughs> you know, when you be yourself, you, you, when you are yourself, I should say, you magnetize your right people. Like people see you, you know, I'm sure there were women that saw that post. It was a really like provocative picture, you know, powerful post. There are probably women who saw that, people who saw that were like, yeah, no not for me, but you, you, you resonated, you know, and here we are, and we're going to have a beautiful conversation today. And that's what matters. You know, we're going to give it, we're going to give light and life to other women because of this conversation, because you had an open heart to receive it. And I had the courage to share it. And that's, that's what it's about, you know? And I love that you talked about it being a provocative post, because I would love to talk to you about this because I feel like you are, doing such a beautiful example of embracing your femininity and sexuality and power, but you're not doing it because you want people to um, fantasize about you sexually, it seems, you know? And I feel like I am struggling with that because I came from a place where in my 20s, I really leaned on my sexuality to get me places, with men especially, because I was in a man's world. I was in the music business and um, in the, the entertainment industry, like pursuing music and entertainment stuff. And I realized at a very young age that using sexuality really could work for my advantage. And so I didn't necessarily use it from a place of power. I used it as a place of getting things, if that makes sense. Sure. And, and so now I am a mom. I have a daughter who's a year and a half, and I feel like I have become even more of an emotional mess than I've ever been. And now I see her, and it's almost like I want to be like covered from head to toe because I'm like, I don't want anyone looking at me sexually. Like I know how I used to like put myself out there, and now I'm like feeling so the other way that it's like, oh, I'm so grossed out that I use my body for men to like. Get for, to get to gain status, like what in what was like a man's world, and I'm with you now. I'm all about women and working with women and focused on women. I think I've had a big shift, but I think I just have this like I don't know how to feel how to be sexy and be sexual without feeling like I am putting myself I don't want men I don't want to be seen in that way that I was in my 20s if that makes sense but I still want to feel sexy so I'm gonna I've actually been in a really big sexual dilemma about how to be powerful and sexy without being like just some piece of meat you know yeah well our sexuality as women is divine that's how I see it we have as women all of these beautiful innate gifts that men don't because we're women. And that, in my view, includes the values of compassion, being, being emotional, being intuitive, being nurturing, you know, being, you know, appreciating beauty, like not just in ourselves, but like in the world, you know, like my husband will often say like, you can just like, you can like cry at the sky. I'll never cry at the sky, right? Like women, women have something so much magic and, our sexuality is one of those values. It's one of those beautiful, sacred gifts and tools that we get to use in the world. And I think when we get older, right, and we, you know, I think we all can relate to that story when you're in your 20s, wielding your sexuality for power. I did too. So many of my girlfriends did. Every chick I knew in college did. Because we weren't at that point, at least many of us, and myself included, weren't fully evolved in our feminine gifts 
including of our sexuality. And so we operated from a place of shadow, like meaning unconsciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And as you become this mom, I mean, girl, your body made a baby. You're gorgeous. Like your beauty has gotten probably more you as you've gotten older. And as I've become an entrepreneur and I've you know found my power in a different way in my life, I've realized that my sexuality and my beauty and however, whatever I, however I physically show up uh, can be wielded for me. Yes. It doesn't matter like how it's being perceived per se for men or women, as long as I feel really confident in my own skin, because that's going to only inform how I show up mm-hmm. and your you're really, I think what's happening, and I'm not going to like diagnose you. Oh, diagnose me. I would love it. I love therapy. <laughs> I love all of it. I think that you're probably breaking to a new level. I, I, think- I feel it. I feel like I feel a shift. I, and I, I actually did a podcast um, before yours with a hypno- someone who hypnotizes you to help oh. like, um, you know, release blocks and stuff. And I feel like I have to rewire my brain. <laughs> it's time. Yeah, I, I get it. We kind of all do. I think it's been a tough year <laughs> and we've been impacted by the energies in a lot of ways and we haven't been able to live, right? Like let alone express ourselves and share ourselves and connect and be in, you know, community. And I think we really come alive in those areas and women, we, I think we're, we're born to like feel alive and being sexual and being confident in our bodies and feeling beautiful is a an ex, innate expression of 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 who we are and we we certainly can't make other women wrong for that and we cannot make ourselves wrong for that yes. and you've been on this journey and you're you had a daughter like you're probably looking through the whole world through different eyes and that includes you and your relationship to your sexuality and i just think it's a beautiful dance to be in because you're clearly sort of like the cocoon when they go in the chrysalis it's you know the when a caterpillar turns into the chrysalis it literally becomes mush it becomes like a liquidus gel mush. i'm in the mush phase <laughs> yeah exactly and then it becomes a fucking butterfly so just yeah. hang tight just hang tight well and also you wrote on your instagrams that like you're a deeply feeling person that's super empathetic and sometimes the world just like shuts you down right yep i feel that constantly like and especially like this past year like with everything that's been going on in the world and then like just like I really feel for like children and like abused children and people who weren't given a fair first start just like they had the odds stacked against them from the beginning or they were thrown into like terrible situations or there's something systemic that's not working in their favor that they had nothing to do with but just being born into this life and it's like I struggle with the unjustness of the world and like how awful people are to each other. And so what do you do when you hit those moments where like, it's just, there's so much happening in the world. How do you come out of that, turn that around and thrive? Because you are freaking thriving. And I want to get into everything that you have manifested and created because it's so inspiring. How do you do that? How do you like deal with those big feelings? Well, I, I've stopped watching the news. <laughs> I really just can't watch it anymore. Like one minute of it. And I'm like, it gives me anxiety. I really tried to tap out of the echo chamber of drama on social media. Um, disengaged. I can try and have my own feelings and conversations offline and support what's positive. Right. And, and identify voices that are having conversations around tough conversations and narratives that are loving and inclusive. Um, And I take care of myself, girl. Like I meditate, I take salt baths every night. I try to carve out like at least one day a weekend where like no one gets to talk to me. I'm just with myself. And then, yes, I need that just alone to like refill. 100%. I get my energy from being alone. Like I'm. So do I. Yeah. And I feel like I am never alone. Like I'm never alone. It's really hard, especially when you're a mom, mm-hmm. and, you know, running a business and running a life and producing a podcast and all the things you do. But I would just, I think radical self-care, <clears throat> radical self-prioritization and radical boundaries when it comes to taking care of yourself during, during this crazy time, because, mm-hmm. you know, we forget that we're we're, we're fragile. We're, we're these human creatures. We're sentient beings. We're not 
robots or machines. We're people, we're humans. And so we're all fragile, sensitive, feeling people. And, and we, we really do often forget that. We run so hard, we work so hard. And so it'll catch up to you after a certain point unless you, you really take, take those actions. So talk to me about this brand that you've created that is now just like exploding and like you're doing all the things. How do you have time to do all the things? Like I literally was talking to Cassidy, my intern. I'm like, okay, Jessica is like next level. She has a podcast. She has a book. She has all, she does seminars and retreats and like all the things. How did you manifest this? Tell me the origin of this baby, your book, all of it. And how do you make time for all of these things? You're superwoman. Well, actually, uh, I lied. I am a machine. Like, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I get that reflection all the time. Uh, how do you do it all? I, I don't really feel like I'm doing... I, I'm just so driven by making a difference. I know that sounds so fucking cheesy, but I, I, oh, really, I, I really am. Like, I really want to help leave a better imp imprint in the world when I leave it. And you know, I'm very spiritual amongst all my hustle and drive and entrepreneurship. Like the biggest part of my life is my relationship to source. And I just feel so called to remind people of their truths, which is their light, which is their authenticity that they were born and therefore they matter and they're perfect and they have something they themselves have to give as well. Amen. And Yes, I, tr I believe that in my soul and I, I know that to be the truth. And so, you know, I, I got my start in entrepreneurship when I was 26. I started an online magazine for girls. You would have loved it. It was like the where to go, what to do, hotspot places in Chicago for women. Yeah. Uh, we, we wrote about all the bars and restaurants and, sh and nightlife, fashion, fitness, the whole thing. And, and sort of really cut my teeth on social media, digital marketing, content, branding, all of that. For about seven years, I ran that magazine. And I left to go start my own business. I was really burnt out at the end of that seven-year journey, had that really toxic business partner and just, you know, wasn't in a healthy space myself. We, we were broke. I was getting physically sick. I had somewhat of a spiritual breakdown or mental, emotional breakdown myself during that time and had a spiritual awakening. And this was around 2014 and I started this spiritual awakening. What is that exactly like? What does that feel like? You, so I believe the pathway and the portal to reaching like source and, you know, sort of touching the divine is through our emotions. Mm -hmm. Like whenever you cry and like are kind of are just broken open, we never feel so raw, right? We never feel so open and like sensitive and, and accessible to like, all the things. And so I had been in a really dark place and I had been having kind of a multitude of micro breakdowns. And there was one particular day where I had a full on breakdown. Mm -hmm. It was uh, anxiety. It was uh, depression. It was, it was just kind of a mental and emotional breakdown. And in that breakdown, I actually heard a higher voice. Wow. Um, yeah. I literally heard a voice. Like it wasn't my voice, but it was my voice. Like I can't explain it. Mm -hmm. And it came through the top of my head and kind of like into my heart and I could hear it. I could physically hear it. And it said, um, you know, you are, you're not doing, you're, you're not living your purpose. Like you're really out of alignment. This is the reason you're feeling this is not because of what you think it is. It's, because of you're, you're just not being true to who you are and you need to leave the situation you're in and go off and start something fresh and call it simply be, I have a tattoo on my wrist that says simply be, wow. and it's been there forever. It was there before the business. It was been sitting on my wrist for like all my twenties. And I, I never really looked at it. Like I looked at it, but I didn't really see it. Why did you tattoo it in the first place? Cause I, I have a piece of art that I like, inspired me one day and I was in doodling and I liked the way it looked and I was like that's a cool saying and I put it on my wrist I was like you know 24 wow. and and so here I was like I was like 32 at this stage and I I heard this voice and it it told me I had to I mean 
leave a business that I was running for seven years. That was my entire identity, even though it was broken and dysfunctional. I didn't see it. I loved it. It was my baby. It was my baby. And getting this information was like selling my baby, like giving away down the river. I was like, that was, it was such a impossible thing to think of because if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this and you, you, you know, you think your business is going well, and then you one day get this information that it's actually not at all what you're supposed to be doing with your life. It's a, it's an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. And that's really what set me on the path to kind of start fresh. And I created this little one woman consultancy called simply be agency. And I started to get clients right away in such rapid speed that I, I was like, what's going on? I didn't even really market this. And I realized that it was the power of my own personal brand that, you know, from the outside in, at least running this magazine for seven years, everyone knew and everyone associated with this certain level of experience and expertise. And, and I was like, well, I, I didn't even really mean to do this, but clearly I have an asset called me that I should really get serious about. And so I did. And, and, you know, I, at that point I had really kind of woken up, you know, that I was, I needed to, I needed to do something more meaningful with my life. I needed to do something that wasn't about me, but it was about others. And Mm -hmm. that wasn't so basic, but it really, it really was what it came down to. Yeah. And so I started to build this agency, helping people. Like I, I had worked with all these major brands running my magazine. I was working with like Nike and BMW and all these Coca-Cola, Miller Coors, like at the dawn of the internet, like 2008 to 2014. So I had all of this like true experience in marketing and branding campaigns, creating content, converting audience. Like I knew how to do that shit, but I was like, let's do this for better reasons. Let's help right. people get online and create community and create impact and and so simply be evolved into a personal branding company where I help my clients who are executives, entrepreneurs, creatives, solopreneurs, thought leaders across every industry, whether it's technology, finance, the media, medical law, spirituality, creativity, arts. I work with everyone and they all have a common denominator which is like i want to get online and share and touch people i want to make the world a better place while i drive my company and and so i created this method i kind of took my own spin on it i created like a trademarked framework approach and it started working and i was like well i want to write a book about this because this shouldn't be a secret i think everyone should know how to do this and i want to kind of put my stamp on like branding and marketing in a way that's really teachable and um, accessible to the masses. So I wrote a book and I launched a podcast. You just wrote a book. I mean, <laughs> you just wrote a book. Cause I mean, yeah, why not? Get you one. Do you have one? No, I want one. I'm going to send you one. Yeah. Okay. So was it hard to write a book or was like this book just like so needing to be written in a part of your destiny that it just flowed out? Like, how do you just write a book? Cause I feel like in my heart, like this, you won't think this is crazy. I feel like probably one day I feel like I have a something to share maybe in book form, but like I even like have tried to write a book, but like, it's not all like flowing. So like, does it just flow to you? Like, how do you just write a book? No girl, that's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's <laughs> 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 like no joke. Um, <laughs> what is a big deal. And what a legacy to leave behind. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I've always wanted to write a book. I had like a dream about being a writer when I was a little girl but your a book is kind of like it, it's it's got to be a real like lightning strike of of, of inspiration mm-hmm. like kind of meander around oh i think my topic's this like no you have to be good to know your topic yes you do and i'll say that it took me about a year literally just to come and to settle on the topic of like what's my book i could kind of high level think about how I market the book and like why, you know, how to position myself as the author and, you know, personal branding, like all that stuff was easy. But when it came to like the structure of the book, like the meat of the thing that took me a while to get to, but, but, you know, what is the, what is the meat of the book? Like if you're going to summarize your book, what is it? So my book is a permission slip to be yourself and the roadmap to help you build it. And it's divided into three sections. Be real, which demystifies personal branding and reminds you that your authenticity is your magic and to stop playing small. Yeah. 
The second part of the book is called Be Your Brand, which is my soup to nuts, tactical step-by-step methodology from messaging to content, to strategy, to PR, to social, on how to build a platform that's authentic to you and works. And then the final section of the book is called Be Free. And it's all about freeing yourself from what you think the world expects of you to go live your life offline, because that's really where your brand matters, the way you touch people um, on your terms. To, 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 make a, to make a beautiful mess of your life, in fact, because that's where your message will come. And um, to always be inspired so that you can be inspiring. Like that's the, that's the through line of the book. Nice. Yeah. I so, want to send it to you. I would love it. So what are some of the stops on the roadmap? So, I mean, I got tools and frameworks for days. Like, I don't know if you can see this, but I know your podcast listeners are listening, but I've got um, all sorts of trademark tools. And one of my favorite ones, which seems to be really resonating, this one's called the Supernova. Um, They're all named after sort of the celestial world. This one is called the Hologram. And this is how you'll find your brand message. So um, I often say that branding, the space of brand is an exercise in clarity. Like you have to take a stand. You can't be everything to everyone or you'll be nothing to no one. Amen to that. Yes. So the hologram helps you get really crystal clear on what you are as a brand without losing your depth and your humanity because you're a person and you're complex. <laughs> like how do you reconcile the two things if we're going to build a personal brand? So that's what the hologram is going to help you do by identifying your brand headline. What's the thing you want people to think of when they hear your name? What do, they, what do you want people to feel like in a sentence, a word, a statement? That's what the headline of the hologram should feel like and be. Then your four brand pillars, which are the areas of your platform, your content buckets, if you will. But these are the pillars of which your platform stands upon because you have to, you, you got to go narrow and deep on your areas of expertise. You can't talk about whatever you want online today and expect to be seen as an authority. Like you, you, you have to pick your lanes and stick to the script. Ooh, and interesting you say authority because I struggle with that. I was actually talking about that earlier. Um, I feel like I don't have the ability to be an authority because I feel like I don't really know anything on anything other than just I feel everything. <laughs> Girl, you have a podcast with like a thousand reviews. Like you're talking to really amazing people. You have your, your life experience and your one-of-a-kind life story is your authority. You don't have to have... Uh, you know, a master's degree or like, you know, a set tr- track record. I mean, it's about you really identifying what are the things that light you up the most? What are the things you can talk about the most? You know, what are people resonating with the most when it comes to you sharing what you're sharing and then take a position, take a stand on those few things. And that's your authority. How did you find your authority? How did you figure out what you could really be an, be an authority in? Because I feel like this is something that's all going to be a part of my rewiring. I need to like rewire my brain in this way. Well, I found, I found a passion point with, you know, my, my career. Like I love marketing. I'm really, I really get how to communicate online. Like it's a superpower. And I, you know, want to make money and have a living. So I was like, I'm going to monetize that gift of mine, but I want to do it in a way that's really, that lights me up. Right. And so I'm very passionate about people. I love, I love people. Like I love people. Like I love you first and like question you second, where most people like question people first in order to then love them. Right. I'm the opposite. Well, because I feel you on the way that you said we all are divine. We all came here from God. We all have a purpose. And I feel like if you're, if you are kind of like a shitty person, it's just because you've been so worn down by this world, but actually there's a really a great, you're here and you're divine. So like, I I'm with you. I always can see that first. And then I see, Oh, here's what the world has done to you. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. (laughs) Like we're, we've been conditioned by so many lies. Yes. And so, you know, so I decided I was going to go deep on those things to become an authority, I guess, and like yeah. personal branding. Cause it's like marketing and branding meets my love for people. Um, and then I'm very, very spiritual. Like if you can't tell, and, and I wasn't ashamed of that. Like I wanted to put that out there into my message and my platform. I mean, am I going to attract the stodgy like law firms that like, you know, only care about making money and winning cases like that don't believe in, the 5d no (laughs) like i'm gonna i'm gonna attract people who resonate with me and 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 so back to you it's like 
kind of picking the things that you know the most about, that you feel the most confident talking about, you know, if you were to really narrow in on what those like topics are, and then what lights you up, like what brings you life? What could you talk about till the day you die and never run out of like passion for it? And, and so you start to really home in on those few topics. It's actually an exercise I take the reader through in the book, like almost exactly what I just said, to help you find those final four. And clarity, man, will change your life. Like clarity sets you free. And, and I've been getting a lot, my book's been out for about a month and a half now, and I've been getting so many messages from people all over the world saying how it's changed their life because they've simply gotten clear on yeah. who they are and how they want to show up. And that's, that, that's amazing. It's like the best part of this whole book journey is like hearing from people who are being t- touched by it. Well, and that's so true that you say clarity because there's so much noise. There's so much noise just from like the way our upbringing, whatever stories, traumas, lies, circumstances that happen that have affected us. You have that. It's like playing a part into who you present yourself to the world. And then there's like social media and news and comparison and all these things. And like, you're being told to do this and this is what's happening. This is, this is what makes you a a worthy person. And there's all this stuff. So to be able to step back and have exercises and a roadmap to peel away the noise, because I just feel like that is the problem. Like it's just, nobody can even have a moment of silence anymore. Cause there's always something to look at, to fill your brain with, to like, it's never, there's never any peace of mind. Like you dedicating a day to yourself. I mean, that's like, that's like revolutionary in this day and time, you know, I don't get them every weekend. Let's just say that. <laughs> I try and get them. Interactions coming at us nonstop. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of an alone moon. Um, like, go on a trip if you can afford it, if you feel safe. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Go somewhere by yourself for four or five days and, like, delete Instagram off of your phone. Shut off your notifications. Like, don't talk to anyone. Like, the amount of spaciousness you can get in your in your mind when you literally don't open your mouth to talk all day like besides saying like here's my coffee order where's the bathroom sir thank you like because you know that's all you have to say i have gone on a few and they're they're always truly the most life-changing like pivotal breakthrough refreshing parts of my year And I think women especially feel guilty, like taking that time for themselves or to step away from their baby or or their business or their husband or whatever. And fuck it. (laughs) I mean, with all due respect, I don't say that to your baby. I say that more to my husband. Right, 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 no, no, heard. (laughs) But like, you have to prioritize you. And I think for me, the only way I've been able to really get that level of space and, and turn down the noise is like, going deep into solitude and like Santa Fe or, you know, Costa Rica. Mm. Oh my gosh. I just feel peaceful even dreaming about doing that. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
No, you launched this full brand. I mean, it's like, it's not just a book. It's not just a podcast. It's not just retreats. It's like a company and it's Simply Be. Yeah, Simply Be Agency. Yeah. What is, what goes on at Simply Be Agency? What is it like behind the doors of Simply Be Agency? What is your mission statement? How did you get to the whole point of having this agency? I mean, that's baller. Thanks, girl. I The mission at Simply Be is when you free yourself to simply be yourself, you give everyone else around you the permission to do the same. Um, so it's really about creating like a domino effect of like people waking up, right? And it starts with thought leaders. It starts with people, right? Who are willing to step forward and be the leaders and have their platforms out into the world boldly, bravely, clearly, consistently. And so my agency is a full service agency where I've got 16 full-time employees and uh, we're divided sort of into two sides of the business, our creative, our creative team and our account team. So we are, you know, copywriters, graphic designers, uh, content creators, video producers, podcast production company, graphic design. And then I have an account team that, you know, really is the liaison for the client services. We have about a hundred clients um, across the country and, and the globe. I actually have client on a lot of almost every continent now, which is really crazy. And we help our clients define their message, uh, really clarify in on the brand story of you, your target audience, your competitive landscape set, your voice, your tone, your style, your look. Uh, that's all brand identity development and then strategy development, which is really how do we get your brand out into the world? How do we grow audience? How do we grow impact? How do we drive revenue? How do we get you seen in the media? Um, where we do PR, we do, we do that all. And then we're full service brand management and execution. So um, we'll basically be you behind the scenes and all of our clients have a personalized team of an account manager, content creator, graphic designer, social media manager. Uh, most of our clients are, are busy executives and entrepreneurs that don't have the time to do this because they've got big work to do in the world. And uh, this isn't their best use of their time. And so I, like I said, all different industries, every single one of my clients, none of them are a dick. None of them are in it to be internet famous. They're all here for, you know, business objectives, you know, what they want to drive ROI and they also want to drive positive change. And that has been um, the best part of my job really is to see people come alive by the power of being seen in the world and uh, sharing themselves so yeah, that's the agency where I love being a leader. My, t my staff, they're, we're women-owned, women-led, um, huge focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, and we all have very different backgrounds and ages, and it's it's pretty pretty special place to work. So you are running a full-blown operation. I mean, yeah. ha wow, that is so badass. Thanks, I love it. Do you ever feel overwhelmed or do you just thrive in it? All the time. <laughs> I mean, I depends on the day, depends on the week. I, I'm, I've had a tough week, to be honest. I've had to put out a lot of fires this week, which sucks. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably the worst part about being a CEO is like it, it's, it all kind of comes up to you, you know? Um, so that, that's the least favorite part of my job is, is just, you know, dealing with things that don't, when they don't go well, you know, having to clean them up and, you know, giving harsh feedback to my staff like that. That's a thing I, you know, you have to learn how to do build the muscle of leadership. How do you do that? I saw a video of you like telling people how to fire someone and I'm like, how do you, oh, yeah. how do you do that? How do you deliver heart? I can't even, I can't deliver. I, I, I feel like I, I need to take all of your classes and read all your books and learn your things. Like, how do you do that? Well, I follow the model. So if you, when you fire someone, it's different than giving feedback. If you fire someone quick to the point, ripping off a bandaid, you know, clear, kind, you know, bye, you know, uh, it's, it's the worst part of my job of all the things like firing people sucks. But sometimes when, you know, you fire people who deserve it, it's actually wonderful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what really sucks is when you have to let people go who just aren't a fit and they're good people. And, you know, that's, just, that's the worst. But when it comes to giving feedback on a daily basis, you know, we practice a method called Radical Candor, which is a book actually by Kim Scott that I read and changed my life. And basically she created a model and Radical Candor is what sh is at the intersection of challenging directly 
So being unafraid to sort of call people out directly and challenging them for like, yo, this, this was a mess up and why, and you need to learn from this while also caring personally. So coming from a place of, I, I want you to win. I want you to learn from this so that you can thrive and succeed and leading from a place where that is never, ever in question that your staff knows that you, they, they matter and that they are valued as human beings. Um, and I'm not afraid to love my team out loud. I hug them. I tell them, I love them. I like, you know, I'm, I'm interested in their lives. I feel like when you lead from your heart and I think women have a real space right now in, in the business world to, to redefine what leadership can look like. The patriarchy is, it just doesn't work. And most of my staff has been with me for, you know, my whole entire business. Like you would, of course you have attrition, but my superstars have been with me for years because, you know, I care about them and they care about the business in return. You know, you, I love, I love being a boss, to be honest. It's one of my my favorite parts of the job. It sometimes sucks, but it's most of the time it's amazing. Oh, that's so, so inspiring. And I just like, I, I love that you come from this place of empowerment that it's like, cause I, I feel like sometimes I come from a place of like, Oh, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Or, Oh my gosh. Like, uh, why, do, how do I like do, but you're just like, no, I love you. I'm confident. In, but it all comes back to being confident in what you're delivering. And that's what I think goes back to you saying, figuring out what you actually have to offer the word, what world, what you have of true authority in and knowing that and owning that and not downplaying it. Like I read in that first quote that you put on Instagram, how you used to feel like you had to play small and then you shifted the way you viewed. And I think that that is, that's really the moment that changes everything probably because mm -hmm. now, you know, I truly am doing my, my purpose, my God given purpose on this earth. I feel called to do it. And I'm not ashamed of it. And I'm not, I'm not going to let anything get in the way of my purpose. And, and that includes, you know, having to let people go sometimes and having to have hard conversations. But it's not coming from a place of feeling um, where I, this is where, like, I was saying I need to rewire. Like, not coming from a place of feeling insecure about it, but coming from a place of, like, of, it's actually loving. Yes absolutely it's loving it's it's loving it's loving to them and it's loving to yourself yeah yeah and you can do it in a way that is clear it's sort of like a what is it Beyonce said it once in one of her documentaries I'll never forget it because she like basically is the CEO of Beyonce like she runs the shit and uh she'll you know make her dancers re-watch every single night's performance to like improve the next one I mean and she said something like, you can be firm because I saw her like in it. She's like, you can be firm, but you can be kind. And I never forgot that. And, you know, I don't think I've ever yelled at my staff. You know, I've, I've, I have very rare moments where I really get angry. And they're always like, rightfully so, because <laughs> something's gone really wrong. Um, but I never, I never like attack them. You know, it's like, I express myself, you know, and I, I think that's what's really beautiful when you lead from your heart, when things go wrong, if you have the right people who are working for you, they're going to take it like it's, like it's their company too. Like they, they don't, they're not so much worried about their jobs or like they're, they're they actually are really protective of, of me and the business. Like that's a real beautiful net effects that I've seen my staff when things go wrong, they take it so personally because they give such a shit, not yeah. because they're, you know, offended. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's been a, a shift. When did you feel like you were fully in your power? Cause like you were so in your power. I can like, even just the way you present yourself, like you just know it. When did you feel that? I don't know. I love this question. I, I don't know. I think it's been age, wisdom, time, experiences, failures, you know, micro moments, I think that have led me to it. Um, I will say that I've had a couple real, real, like crazy, scary moments in the last few years, as far as like my career, where I've had to speak in front of like a thousand people, you know, or 500 people or whatever. And I practice and practice and practice and practice for days. And I freaked myself out and I psyched myself out. And, 
And then I get up on stage and I like, you know, I get a standing ovation, you know? And um, I just started to realize that I didn't really have to try so hard that like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had, I had the 10,000 hours. You ever heard that expression? Like you put the work in? Put the work in. Like, you know, confidence comes with, with time. I think it's really, I think Malcolm Gladwell wrote this book called like 10,000, something about 10,000 hours where it's like, if you've done something for 10,000 hours, you're an expert. Like, and I would never really call myself that, but other people have. Um, and I've just sort of like realized when I walk into a room and I like speak, you know, the only person who thinks that I might sound dumb is me. Right. You know? Yes. It's all in your head. Yes. Truly. It's all in your head. How you're being received is not at all how you are perceiving yourself. It's like kind of most of the time the opposite. And that really clicked like a, not too long ago. I'm like, okay, I, I know what I'm talking about. People like me, people respect me. Like I don't, I don't have to psych myself out every time. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, I don't know if you've ever struggled with this, like, and I feel like I have like split personality. Sometimes I'm like, gosh, I'm, awesome. I've done some really cool shit in my life and I'm like a total badass. And other times I'm like, Oh my God, I'm a, like a total insane person. Did you, did you feel like you achieving accolades gave you confidence and validation? Because I used to feel like if I can be in a, I started off as a musician. If I can be in a signed band, then I can be worthy. If I can have a song on the radio, then I can be worthy. And then like, I got involved with TV and I was on some hit reality shows and I was like, then maybe I'll be worthy because now I've, now I'm becoming special and I'm, I'm proving my worth. I'm proving myself. I'm, I'm getting accolades. Like, look at what I have done. I matter. Like that, that's in my internal struggles that like, if I can just get these certain accolades, then I can be validated. Then I can be worthy. Then I can be myself. I guess, whatever, then I can finally be whoever this person is that I think I'm supposed to be. But every t- every time I've gotten something, it has actually got, given me a sense of accomplishment, which felt really good, but it isn't, it isn't like the validate, it doesn't validate you like I thought it was. Did you ever have that, like where you felt like if you could just achieve certain things, then you would be validated, or were you just kind of always on a soul journey? Girl, just last month, I had, you know... I so relate to everything you just said. It's like you're chasing the next thing and then you get it. It's like, okay, what's the next thing? And then you get that. And then it's like, what's the next thing? It's like this insatiability that, that we have proving our worth. Mm-hmm. And um, so my book did really well. My book um, sold a ton of copies and um, it, it sold out of its first pre-run before I even went to my pub date hit. Like, yeah. I- yeah. So this all happened. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. Like I was marketing the fuck out of it and I was like really trying to get it out there, but I didn't think you know, that was going to happen. So it happened. And my publisher was like, you're going to make the New York times bestseller. You're going to make it. And like, we're going to prepare you for it. And then you got to do this in X, Y, Z and ABC. And if it's not the New York times bestseller, you're going to make the USA today list. And if not that you'll do the wall street journal, like you're going to make a list. Like my publisher got this in my head and I hadn't given a shit about the list. I, I like never went into this for the list. I was like, whatever. That's such a moonshot. It's not the point. And then all of a sudden the list is now the, in your head. It's the only thing I care about. Uh-huh. I get that. I totally get that. And for weeks, uh, towards my, my pub date, I, I pushed for that and I didn't make any lists. And, uh, it really, even though I sold, and they're all rigged. Like they're all, they're all political from what I've been told. At least the New York times is, but it doesn't matter. I was so heartbroken mm-hmm. and uh, I really felt, I felt, I, you know, I was, I love my publisher, but like, I almost feel like they, they hyped me up. Like I didn't, they didn't mean to, but right. I really like took their, their enthusiasm and like ran with it. Right. And um, anyway, that, that that happens to me all the time. I think we forget that our value isn't what we do, but it, our value is in who we are. And if my book sold two copies and changed two people's lives, then I I did my job. You know. I hear you though, because it's like yes, and this is how I feel. I'm like oh, I don't care if I actually like got what I thought I wanted, which has happened a few times. Like a lot of times it doesn't, but a few times like, oh, I like achieved what I like thought I wanted. And I'm like, oh, I don't even care. 
you know, I, I don't even care about that. But like, if you don't get it and you put yourself out there, it's like, literally you feel, I mean, I feel like a sense of like failure. Like, did I just fail when you did this amazing thing that is so hard, that is so impactful, that matters so much, that is so good for the world and like an expression of yourself. But now all of a sudden this one tiny little slice of validation that we felt like, oh, I need that. We didn't get it. So it's like, you can just feel so bummed out about the whole thing. And like, I, I totally, I do that all the time. And I relate to this. And it's like, that's, it's so, it's such a lie. <laughs> because what you've done is incredible. Thank you. And thank you for saying that. Like that, even just hearing you say that makes me feel better. <laughs> like it's validating. And I, you know, we've, we all experience that. And it's, it's like, we forget what really matters. Well, especially when you're a creative person and like an artist, like obviously you do a lot of brand stuff, but like being an author, that is you putting your soul out there. That's your unique voice to the world. That is you basically exposing your entire existence of your being with the world. And so even though we can say like, oh, it's just, it's not, it's not just like promoting a product. It's not just promoting like, you know, like some sort of brand that is, it has nothing to do with us as, as entities. This is your existence. And so like when you put yourself out there as an artist, which I've been my whole life in different forms, like I've always been putting myself out there, like constantly. It's more from music to TV to hosting to like podcasting to writing, whatever. But like I'm constantly putting myself out there. And so I feel like actually maybe this is an aha moment for me. Maybe that's why I'm constantly always a little bit like hard on myself because like you feel this like in, intense like love because you're like an artist and you're putting it out there and you do get that validation. But then it's also like you can like feel so let down because it's your whole being out there. And if you don't, if it doesn't match up to what you, if you're not received in the way that you were hoping it would be, it's like you're just constantly putting yourself out there for the world to have opinions about you. Yes, we are. And this is daunting. <laughs> I actually saw something on Instagram yesterday and I screenshotted it and I think I'm going to, I'm going to share it on Instagram, but I think we forget that way. We lose such sight of it. Um, the work I'm here to do is bigger than the need to be liked. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we all sort of lose sight of like the real, real reason that we come here on this planet. And that's, you know, to, to love and to, 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 to be in service and to touch people and, and you don't have to touch everyone. Like you can just touch a few and you change the world by doing that. And with the world of social media and everything that's sort of now coming to our normalcy in 2021, we have completely missed that. And it causes so much anxiety and it's all manufactured. And, you know, I don't think I've ever had to your point, such a vulnerable experience than writing a book and you're putting your whole life on the world to for display and there was so much goodness there and yet for a moment you know because i didn't get that one ticker which is all based upon vanity and ego as far as i'm concerned was like a disappointment which yeah. is fucked up you know so i i see you i just see you too you're, you're a light and I know that you're touching people's lives and you know, if you don't know who you are, your, your fans and your followers do. Well, I think actually I had like a, as Oprah said, an aha moment with you right now. I have been like some form of artist putting myself on display for the world pretty much my whole life. And so I feel like I feel, even though I feel my soul connection, I also have felt that deep disappointment of like not living up to what I thought I want was, you know, because like I've just always been out there. And so I think that's why I always like sort of second guess myself. Like this is sort of a breakthrough moment for me <laughs> like right now. Good. It's like maybe that's it. Because I've always spilled my guts, you know? And like when you always do that, it's like, yes, people can perceive, like I perceive you as like freaking unstoppable, badass, like so in walking in your purpose, powerful, beautiful. You've made it all align and you're putting it out there and like, amazing platforms like either from your podcast to your book to your seminars to the way you brand all of it like to me I'm like god you're streamlined and amazing and like you got like this alignment on lock and you are tapped in and I'm over here like ah, I feel like I'm <laughs> but I now that I'm like hearing what we're talking about 
it actually made me feel that way because of like how you're talking about with your book. When you're constantly sharing from the depths of your core, yeah. other people may see you as like how I see you, like I just explained to you. And like maybe some people see me that way, but like I see myself as like, oh, well, here's where I massively failed or didn't achieve this goal or here's what these people like I have so many amazing comments and I know I've helped so many people in so many ways but then like other people can like say one thing that just like crushes me because it's you that you're putting that you're putting out there and even though like you shouldn't tune in to what other people think it does affect you yeah yeah it it's part of the human experience and I think that it's relating to to people like this you know like we've done today that I try to do as often as I can. Like for the record, like it's, thank you for all the reflections. Like I have a whole fucking team behind me to help me do all that, including my therapist and life coach. And <laughs> like, like, you know, it's like a whole army back here, like making it all like me, me able to come alive like that. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a real thing. And, and I just, I just really appreciate you and, and your authenticity and, and for having me on your show. Well, I appreciate you. I always um, like to wrap up with leave your light. And what do you want people to know? About me? Just any, it's just completely open-ended about you, about life, whatever comes to mind. I want people to know that they're on divine assignment, that they're not here for a coincidence or an accident. Uh, you were born on planet Earth in this vessel called you for a very specific reason and your responsibility is sharing that assignment with the world it's not a choice like you don't get to opt out unless you don't want to leave the world a better place but i think most of us do and that's why you're here at this now time so that's what i'm saying dang and if everyone's having a little trouble finding what your design assignment is, maybe we should all go get your book. Where can yeah. they find this book? And where can yeah. they find you on Instagram? You can find me at Jessica Zweig at Instagram, IG, and uh, jessicazweig.com, simplybeagency.com, and my book, B, A No Bullshit Guide to Increasing Your Self-Worth and Net Worth by Simply Being Yourself is everywhere. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Support your local bookstores. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And thank you for pouring all of your soul into the world as, as you do to help better this place. It's people like you that change it. And I'm really honored that I got to have this conversation to get to know you. Me too, sister. It's really good to meet you. Well, I can't wait to read your book and have an awesome day. And I hope I see you one day in the flesh. That's, I have these conversations with people and I'm always like, oh, how about I get to meet you one day? <laughs> yes, me too. I feel that way. Like, like, especially because of COVID and us not being in any, like, abilities to, to actually meet people. I'm, like, meeting all these amazing people all over the country. Where are you based? Nashville? Nashville. Wait. I'm thinking about moving there. Well, come move and be my friend. Why are you I going to. Right. What's your... I have your email. My... Here, my I'm going to hang up. We'll chat. I'm going to hang up this and we can chat. Okay, great. You're going to move to Nashville. Woo! Awesome. I'm, I'm coming to Nashville in um, April for a week. We should have lunch. I'll totally have lunch. Coffee or a drink or whatever. Yes. Okay, look at this. Where in Nashville are you? Um, okay, well, I'm going to tell you all my home... I'm, I'm going to hang up. Okay, bye. Don't, don't hang up, but I'm in the recording. Love you all. Love everyone listening. And <laughs> Jessica's amazing. Okay, bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 